everyone to the Grain Maker Wrestling Podcast, a Prairie Proud Wrestling Podcast covering everything from Winnipeg to worldwide. My name is Blair Pacheco and doing something a little bit different today, a little bit special. I've got a special guest, Hotshot Danny Duggan, here to talk about a few things, including the most recent CWE tour and uh-huh. his surgery from a few days ago. Danny, how are things going? Things are good. I apologize to the viewers in advance. I'm still half asleep, still half under anesthetic, so I'm a little loopy, so you might get some some fun out of me today, <laughs> but be forewarned ahead of time. <laughs> well, you pretty much, I mean, I, I, I'll take it as a shock. I mean, you know, the tour is going along, and next thing you know, we're seeing pictures of you in a hospital having surgery done on your knee. What all happened? Uh, well, I tore my ACL back in August of 2021. So mm-hmm. anyone who's seen me wrestling between now and then, uh, they've noticed a big clunky knee brace on my leg. So it, uh, it was time to get that bad boy fixed. So we went in and we did a full ACL reconstruction surgery on Friday. So now I get to, for the first time in my 20-year career, sit on the sidelines and let myself heal for the next 9 to 12 months. I mean, you definitely deserve the rest, but I mean, I wish it was under some better circumstances than coming off of a surgery like that. Most definitely, but I'm trying to see the silver lining. I've been very lucky, um, you know, to a detriment sometimes. I've I've pushed through for 20 plus years without any extended time off. Mm-hmm. I've wrestled through, I've wrestled through uh, like minor tears in my knees prior, my my torn pectoral muscle that was you know heavily publicized, my torn pec. Uh, bicep, sorry. Uh, so I've, I've worked through a lot of injury. I've worked through concussions, spinal issues, things of that nature, things I probably shouldn't have done that are probably going to come back to bite me in my older years. Um, <laughs> but this is the first time that I, I have an injury that had to get dealt with. That's going to physically make me incapable of being able to get in the ring and tough it out. So for the next nine to 12 months, I get to do some reevaluating, get to do some healing and it, it's, it's a lot to wrap my brain around because it has been, uh, you know, my mentality for the 20 years I've been in the business to go, go, go. And mm-hmm. I, I proudly carried probably the heaviest mileage of any Canadian independent wrestler for the majority of my career, um, especially by car uh, going across this continent and working in, in every region possible. So to, to be sitting on the sidelines of that not being an option anymore, it's, it's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to take some time and some adjusting to do. Um, but, but truthfully, it's probably for the best because, you know, with that 20 years, not having time off or, you know, being lucky up to this point, not to have a, a major surgery, there's a lot of wear and tear on my body. Like I've got, I've got, a, you know, some disc issues in my back I've been dealing with for many years and, and been plugging away with. Um, so I'm hoping, hoping between the rehab of my knee and the rehab uh, on my back in the meantime, that I'll be able to come back and, and be able to perform at, at the high level I was prior to accumulating these injuries. Well, I mean, I think I speak for everyone wishing you a very speedy recovery and can't wait for, to see you back into a ring. But definitely, I mean, take this well-deserved rest to recuperate and recover and get better. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, I mean, now, I, I, I wanted to talk about, uh, you know, the CWE Tour heading out to Ontario for the Hostile Takeover Tour. Um, now, I mean, you guys were just out in Saskatchewan not too long ago, heading out east. This tour almost started off with a little bit of uh, some not too friendly, we'll say, experiences with the uh, the ring crew driving out that way. Oh, it most definitely didn't start off great. Yeah. <laughs> it almost delayed the entire tour completely. Like, um, 
So we, we, we have what we've now, you know, we've been dubbing for a long time, the, the Thunder Bay curse. It seems like every single time we go out to Thunder Bay, or more times than not anyway, there's some kind of extreme weather that hits and we have to leave Winnipeg going through to Thunder Bay. And anyone who's traveled Highway 17, especially in the winter, knows it's, it's a pretty tough highway on, on the best of days. So you factor in some some snow and some blizzard and, and you know, you got your black ice on the highway. You had a pretty, pretty scary situation on our hands. Um, so we actually we lost a ring trailer this past October, I believe it was. No, sorry, this past August, past August, October. Either way, it wasn't all that long ago. We had a trailer, you know, hit the ditch this past fall. So we have a new ring truck, a new trailer um, that was that was lending a hand on this trip to get the ring out to Thunder Bay and uh it came it uh hit some black ice from from what i gather luckily i wasn't in the vehicle personally um but uh, i it hit some black ice the truck and trailer hit the ditch and uh down it went so um unfortunately easy rider did end up having to go to the hospital luckily he is okay and i can report That's that good. he did wrestle last night and he's back at it and going to be on the road next week so no time off for him um, the boys were pretty shaken up, but yeah, we, uh, we had some, some, some damage done to that vehicle and that trailer and it delayed being able to get a ring to, to Thunder Bay to start the trip. So we actually almost pulled it off because we've had it happen a few times now where we've had these, these weather accidents or incidences that come up that delay us getting there. And we've done it where we're like setting up the ring as the doors open and starting to show a bit late as the fans are still coming in. We're getting that ring up ready to go. We've, we've always made it work. And that was our goal and what we were attempting to try and do this time. Um, so we were able to get another ring because AJ Sanchez owns a ring, a part of the wrestling academy here in Winnipeg. That ring was supposed to be rented to Primo's Wrestling that night for their show in Winnipeg. They were kind enough to relinquish their rental and use the ring they have for their event. We were able to get a truck from Top Dog Courier, uh, which is operated by one of our wrestlers, Ronnie Attitude. So we were able to get a truck and a, a ring in very short fashion which a lot of people don't have the luxury of and we got those boys back on the road and on their way to thunder bay which would have been for a late start and we were almost we were we were on pace to possibly make it happen and then just as they got outside dried and the highway uh, had an accident and they completely got stranded and stuck on the side of the road there overnight so we had the we had the we had to call it unfortunately and back everything up a day Mm -hmm. And I mean, well, I mean, for uh, first off, I'm glad there was no major serious injuries from that. Glad Easy Riders doing doing okay and back out there. Um, but I mean, for the most part, everyone seemed all the fans were very understanding with everything. No, no issues with that. And the show, the tour carried on just a day late. Correct? Yeah, most definitely. Like we did have to issue a number of refunds, but I think it was more so just due to people's availability not being yeah. able to, to cross over the extra day of us us being there. Um, but in the grand scheme of things, yeah, everyone was very supportive, very understanding, and, and people still showed up um, in big numbers to all four events. So we were very, very happy and grateful for that. Well, I mean, you guys kicked off the tour in Thunder Bay, and it looked like an incredibly hot crowd all night. And I know you faced off with Mentola that night, one-on-one -on -one in that ring, so... Yeah, that was the night Mentola recaptured the CWE Championship. It was right there in Thunder Bay on Saturday night. Um, Thunder Bay has been, been a big market for us for, you know, seven, eight years now. And we just moved over to a new facility to accommodate how much we've been growing in Thunder Bay. Nice. Uh, our first event back there in October. So we were a little nervous because we had, we moved from a, a facility that was a surefire sellout for us each and every time, um, to somewhere bigger. 
And it was truthfully a little slow out the gate. We were still getting big numbers, but not the big increase. We were hoping going to a bigger building, but it steadily has grown each and every time. And this past event was our biggest there, and it was packed wall to wall in there. And I think possibly our biggest crowd we've ever done in Thunder Bay. So it was it was super nice to see that, and uh, really really amped the crew up, especially given the circumstance of the travel and everything to get that show happening. To see that many people show up there wall to wall and and be as loud as they were. I mean, you had for this tour. I mean, you had Rowan as your your headline attraction. I mean, and he looked incredible in that ring. Looked like he had dropped a little bit of weight and was moving around almost like a luchador in there. And I mean, you had him, Marcellus Prime out there, Magnum McLaren, Nick McGuire doing the rounds. I mean, a good crop, good group of young guys joining up with CWE, putting on some fantastic shows. Yeah, most definitely. And that's the really cool thing about the way we're touring right now. It's a little bit different than how we were touring pre-pandemic, where we had a um, a crew that would travel with us across the country. Now we've kind of got little pockets of guys in each region that we're using. So we've got our core group of guys that are based out of Winnipeg, you know, your Mentalos, your Chad Daniels, your Kevin O'Doyles, your Sean Martins, Mentalos that are pretty much consistent uh, in each and every territory we're going to. But then we're getting the opportunity to work now with bigger numbers of local talent in each region, whether it be in Ontario or Saskatchewan. So we're getting to see a lot of a lot of interesting matchups and different blends of guys that we otherwise wouldn't get the opportunity to see. Mm-hmm. And I know from speaking with uh, Mick McGuire a few weeks ago, a few weeks ago, he was incredibly excited for the tour because, I mean, to me, he's a, a perfect fit for, you know, the, the style of driving from town to town. I mean, a very old school mentality wrestler in ring, very, he, he's like a wily veteran in the ring, you know, so I thought that was a great get by you guys. Yeah, and he was a great addition. That was our first time working with him on, on this past trip, and he had a great attitude and was well-received by everybody. And I think he's got a bright future ahead of him. He's trained by Tyson Dukes, um, somebody that I spent a lot of time training with when I first broke into business um, and couldn't speak any higher of as a trainer in the ring. So he definitely has the tools. Now he just needs to get in the ring and get those reps. And I think you're going to see him blossom into a very good performer as his years go on. Well, the tour wrapped up. I mean, you you ran rookies on Friday night, Balmoral Saturday night, and now a few days off before heading out to Saskatchewan again, right? Yeah, yeah, we went. To, we just we just finished up at Rookies Friday night for another sellout there. There's been there's some magic in the air in Transcona. We just been seeing consistent back to back sold out crowds there, which is really really cool to see. Um, because when we initially started that venue, you know, almost ten years ago, it was kind of kind of just an afterthought. It was just kind of like get the guys some extra ring time between the big shows and the big tours. And all these years later, it's kind of grown into its own its own special show. Uh, that, you know, some people exclusively just attend because they appreciate the 18 plus atmosphere and how wild and crazy it gets there with us having the leash shot that we can't uh, quite have in some of our other places. So we're starting to see some some real good, some real good momentum building there at Rookies. Um, and yeah, this week we're headed back on the road. We leave on Friday. We're doing 10 events in 10 days, starting with two in Manitoba. And then we finish off with uh, eight in Saskatchewan. And I mean, uh Tessa Blanchard making her return to Canada with uh, with CWE, which is a huge, huge get. I mean, when that was announced, I thought I thought that was massive. Big kudos to you guys for uh, bringing her aboard. Yeah, we're really excited to have her. Um, you know, truthfully, when we operate in some of these markets here in the prairies, if somebody doesn't have a WWE stamp on them, it could be a little challenge promoting them in some markets. 
Uh, but to Tessa's credit, her star power has superseded that. And she's getting a huge response in, in nearly every market we're going to, if not all of them, um, with just great excitement from people all around. And we're really excited about it as well, too, as you know, we're often asked, uh, you know, when there's going to be some female performers on the events, uh, because we don't have too many of them in central Canada. I know there's quite a bit out west and some of them travel in for some other organizations. But just based on how we operate our business, it isn't always viable uh, to, to work with them. Um, so it's, it's, it's very nice to be able to give that to some of the fans as well, because they've been asking and being very patient, waiting for some female performers to come in and compete in CWE again, which used to be quite common, um, mm -hmm. pre pandemic. So, uh, we're really excited to get Tessa and she's of course going to be working with Rhea Von Slasher, who is a 20 plus year veteran of the British Columbia wrestling scene. Who's never competed with CWE before either. So a lot of fresh faces coming through and, and top, top talent to face at that. I think the fans in uh, the couple shows in Manitoba and the ones out in Saskatchewan, the fans out there are in for a treat. And then when you guys come back, Alex Hammerstone is going to be coming, uh, doing a few shows, correct? Yeah, yeah, another huge debut. That's that's kicking off the month of uh, June for us. we got four mm -hmm. shows, June 7th through 10th, Nipawa, Morden, Winnipeg, and Surus. And Alexander Hammerstone will be coming with the Major League Wrestling World Heavyweight Championship, which he'll be defending here in Manitoba for the first time ever. That's huge. Uh, I was running through the dates, uh, the upcoming CWE dates, and the one I'm most excited for, because I don't know if CWE has ever been there, maybe it's been years, but Vita Manitoba. This is a first for us. We uh, we were contacted by their, their Canada Day Festival, so we're going out there on June 30th, and we're going to be doing a two-hour live event to kick off their Canada Day weekend celebration. Danny, thank you so much for doing this. Where can everyone find out more from you, more from CWE and all the ongoings? Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, just search Hotshot Danny Duggan. And for CWE, you can do it under CWE Canada. Thanks, Danny. Thank you.